there's a number of fees people uh, operators can charge uh, when running a real estate syndication. You want to really keep an eye out for what fees the property management company is charging, the uh, real estate operators are charging. You want to understand, is it fair? Um, are they based on performance? Are they industry standard? And are they going to eat away at your profits? Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's Aaron Fragnito with the Passive Cashflow Podcast. Welcome back for another episode. I'm glad you could join us. Today, we're going to talk about real estate syndication fees. There's many real estate syndicators out there. We charge all different fees. We do need to put food on our plate. It's a lot of work behind the scenes to make these opportunities available to our passive investor group and to make sure they run properly and our projects are on, on cue. Uh, however, uh, you want to understand what you're paying for, what you're getting, and also other fees that uh, syndicators may slip into the mix uh, that you want to be aware of and make sure uh, if they're fair or not uh, when uh, investing your hard-earned capital in a real estate syndicate. So let's get started today and we'll talk about real estate syndication fees. So the first fee I'm going to talk about is a loan charge. Now, People's Capital Group does not charge this fee, but this is a fee that's paid to a sponsor. Okay, a sponsor is the operator, the general partner, the person putting together the opportunity and running the opportunity. Uh, so this uh, sponsor would charge generally maybe 1% of the loan fee. Uh, that's a cost for obtaining the loan. Uh, generally, these are multi-million dollar uh, loans. And there is a lot of work behind the scenes to build these relationships with banks and uh, close out a loan and make sure they get all the proper documentation so that the loan can close effectively on the closing date uh, per contract. And uh, however, I don't understand, uh, you know, as far as charging a loan charge, because I, in my opinion, it's just part of the process of putting together a real estate syndicate. Um, now, the next fee, the acquisition fee, is something here at People's Capital Group we do charge because there is an enormous amount of work behind the scenes to vet hundreds of properties and bring our investors one well-vetted opportunity. So an, an acquisition fee is there uh, to help the investor, the operators, find the opportunity, market out to find the opportunity, complete the due diligence on the asset. Now, remember, when we bring an opportunity, a, a well-vetted asset, to our investor group, Group, uh, it's not the only property we've done due diligence on, right? We may pay for due diligence on other properties. We, we try to avoid doing that until we're more seriously under contract, but there's a process and a cost to finding the opportunity, whether that's marketing to uh, landlords or brokers or completing due diligence on a bunch of bad deals to find a, a good deal for our investor group. And that acquisition fee tends to be a reimbursement of that cost because by the time we get to a closing table, sometimes we'll put in a year or two of work. So there is uh, tends to be about one to 5% of the asset purchase price. And that uh, here at People's Capital Group is a fee we charge, but we really try to keep our fees low. We only charge an acquisition free fee and our property management company charges a property management fee, uh, which would have to, of course, be paid uh, regardless to a property management company. So that's really not even a syndication fee. However, the acquisition fee is a fee that we charge here at People's Capital Group. And we want to be completely transparent in those fees that we charge. And when you're looking around for a syndicate or a syndicator to invest in, make sure you understand what their fees are. 
Another fee that we don't charge here, but I have seen is a guarantor fee. This is a fee to uh, guarantee the loan. Okay, when uh, obtaining these loans, a lot of times the banks require the operators to personally guarantee the debt. Um, Seth and I don't like doing this, but sometimes we have to do it and we always do it if it's necessary. It helps us get a better uh, term on the mortgage. It helps us keep our closing costs lower, helps us lower our interest rates often as well. Uh, however, we don't charge a guarantee, a guarantor fee. Uh, that can be up to one to two percent of the loan amount. Uh, so keep an eye out for that fee and you can decide if that's something fair in the uh, project that you're investing in, the syndicator you're investing in. Here's a disposition fee. So that's a fee of selling the property. Uh, again, that could be one to two percent of the asset sale price. This is not a fee we charge a people's capital group, but if you're investing in a group that their plan is to buy, renovate, and sell a property, do they have a disposition fee and how much is that? And is it paid if you don't get the target price for your asset? Right, a lot of these fees you wanna say, okay, fine, I'm okay paying a 2% of the sale price or 1% of the sale price, but you need to get X amount on the sale of the property, right? And maybe if you get even a higher amount, then it's 2%. If you get a lower amount, it's 1%. So understand when these fees are due. Is there a performance uh, regulation that's required for the operator to achieve, uh, to earn a fee? And, and there really should be, right? There should be a bar they have to uh, clo you know, close on the property. Okay, that's an acquisition fee, right? Uh, disposition fee, well, what's the sale price of the property, right? If you're selling at 10 or 20% below the target sale price, then the operator should not get a disposition fee, in my opinion. In fact, uh, quite frankly, a disposition fee doesn't make sense to me because at a disposition, you're all earning a profit upon the sale of the property. And we believe uh, that the operator should get paid through their equity position, which is more of a win-win scenario. And that's what we have structured here at People's Capital Group. Not a fee-based structure, but an equity-based structure where we earn most of our income through the equity ownership properties. So it's a win-win for everyone. But here's another common fee, and this is the most common fee that you'll see, is an asset management fee. Okay, now this is not to be mixed up with a property management fee. Okay, that property management is a service that uh, we, any uh, owner, owner is going to need to hire for large-scale properties. We own our own management company, so we do have a property management company that charges a fee to the LLC that owns the uh, property. However, we charge about two-thirds of your average property management fee. That's not the fee I'm talking about right now. Asset management fee is actually a fee based on the total amount of funds raised often. All right, let's say I were to uh, uh, raise a million dollars and buy a $3 million apartment building and my asset management fee is 2%. That means I would get 2% of the million dollars I raised. Maybe that's paid to me on an annual basis. Uh, do, you know, maybe it doesn't matter if the property is performing or not. I still get paid that fee. That's not quite fair. I don't believe in that structure, but you'll see that out there. This is a very common fee to find in most uh, real estate syndicates, real estate syndications. It's an AUM, assets under management, uh, is often what it's referred to. It can go uh, from anywhere from 0.1% to 2%, and it often is paid no matter what the performance of the investment is. So keep an eye out for that. Make sure it's not a fee that's going to eat away at your profit, and make sure it's a fee that is only paid when the asset's performing. Okay, if the asset's performing, you're earning your agreed return, then perhaps an asset management fee is fair. But um, in my opinion, it should only be paid if the asset is performing as targeted. 
Here's another type of fee to watch out for, an equity placement fee. Okay, this is the cost of finding the investors, the limited partners, putting together uh, the private investors here, the advertising, the planning, the behind the scenes interaction, the documentation, basically my job, <laughs> and putting together those investors, making them comfortable with the investment opportunity, with the operators, understanding how their payout's supposed to be and what the experience will be for those private investors and what passive investing, investing truly is. And uh, in this case, that's called an equity placement fee. Uh, that's uh, generally 1% to 2% of the money uh, raised through that uh, process, similar to an equity origination cost or something like that. That's what it can also be called, an equity origination fee. Um, and now, of course, at People's Capital Group, we do not charge that fee. Here's another one, construction management charge. This is the management of the construction. This can be five to 10% of the project cost. Now, I don't really like this fee because here's the problem with it. If you get paid five to 10% of your project cost and your project doubles in cost, well, your fee doubles. So it does not make sense to have a project management fee based on the amount of your of the money that of your money that they're spending, right? There's a, there's a budget we want to stick to. A construction management charge should be lowered if the uh, construction budget goes over the agreed budget. So, really, uh, the construction management charge should be based on performance. Uh, of course, con managing construction is a full time job. It's a very important job. You want to make sure you have someone in place that's very reliable and experienced with construction management, and a good crew in place. Uh, and they should be paid for their time. Uh, however, it should be based on uh, the production of the project, the completion of the project. There should be different sections of the project. And as each is completed, a fee will be paid. And that's how we tend to pay our contract, uh, our construction managers. Uh, there's different uh, steps to the project. Once each step is completed, the proper fee is paid. And of course, you want to pay your contractors quickly so they show up and, and do their work quickly and effectively. Uh, here's two more charges here. So we have the refinance charge. This is generally 1% to 2% of the new loan amount. Uh, People's Capital Group does not charge a refinance charge. But we do uh, believe in the refinance strategy. Uh, keep an eye out for this uh, fee. It can be well-earned. A refinance is a lot of work. You tend to have to reposition and renovate a property and get it up in working order and, and rent it for top dollar. And uh, everything needs to work and be up to code. And, and then you can refinance for as much as you possibly can, ideally. But Getting there is a lot of work, so it's similar to uh, a disposition fee, a refinance charge is kind of an exiting scenario for many investors, and that's when the fee is paid to the operators in that case. And then you have your real estate commission. So uh, hiring brokers to sell properties, uh, working with brokers to buy properties. Uh, we pay uh, brokers all the time to buy and sell properties. Right now we're buying a, a big property in Rahway, New Jersey. We're paying a realtor commission there. Uh, we're buying another property in Patterson where, again, a realtor is earning a commission. Uh, we're selling a property in Berkeley Heights, New Jersey. We hired a realtor group, a brokerage, to do that. And they're worth their weight. They brought in a solid buyer at a really good price. So real estate commissions can be well earned. Uh, they're paid at closing, a pretty common fee. We, we're pretty familiar with the real estate commission if we bought or sold a home before and worked with a realtor. Some realtors are great. Others are not worth their commission. Make sure you're working with the right realtor to buy or sell your property and uh, they will earn their commission. I, I always work with realtors to buy or sell properties, but I only work with select agents. You want to make sure you're working with the cream of the crop when it comes to real estate agents so they earn that commission. 
And then of course you have interest fees. So these are charges that are not paid uh, or delayed payments to the operators and they can earn interest on money that's owed to them. Uh, say uh, fees are owed to them no matter how the property performs, you know, which is not a smart setup. And then of course uh, the fees can't be paid to them. So interest will be earned on those fees owed to those investors uh, in those operators. So you want to understand what are those interest fees? If fees cannot be paid to operators, uh, what type of interest accrues there? You want to make sure that's a fair amount, if any. And of course, the People's Capital Group, we don't believe in that either. So in conclusion, there's a number of fees people uh, operators can charge uh, when running a real estate syndication. You want to really keep an eye out for what fees the property management company is charging, the uh, real estate operators are charging. You want to understand, is it fair? Um, are they based on performance? Are they industry standard? And are they going to eat away at your profits? Um, you know, does the operator get paid first or does the operator get paid last or when everyone else is getting paid, right? Does the operator need to perform to, to put food on his plate or does he get paid no matter how the asset performs? You want to make sure your interests align. You want to make sure you're, you're ideally going to get those targeted returns. Listen, and it's okay for your operator to do well. Right? You might want to have a structure where the operator makes a tiny bit if the asset does targeted, but if it does 20 or 30% better than targeted, you know the operator gets the majority of those returns. Right? That might make sense because you're getting a good return up front on your investment. So I'm not saying operators don't, uh, don't work hard and don't uh, deserve the, the fees they charge and, and the monies they earn, but it is extremely important whenever investing in a syndicate to understand the fees, to make sure they're aligned with everyone's interests, and also make sure that uh, at the end of the day, you're going to be able to hit your target of return um, without the, uh, the fees getting in the way of that. So ladies and gentlemen, I hopefully uh, hopefully you enjoyed our presentation today, our, uh, our podcast about real estate syndication fees. Uh, we come out with a new podcast uh, uh, almost every week at uh, People's Capital Group here, the Passive Cashflow Podcast. And of course, hopefully you're on our website, peoplescapitalgroup.com, or maybe you found us on YouTube or a number of other uh, platforms out there. And if you have, please subscribe, please follow us and go to peoplescapitalgroup.com and you can learn more about uh, this topic and many others involving uh, real estate investments and how people can get passively invested in real estate and how People's Capital Group has helped people passively invest in real estate for over a decade now. So check us out at peoplescapitalgroup.com and uh, join up with us, download our ebook or fill out the application form to become a qualified investor and start reviewing passive investment opportunities that we put out to our private investor group and they're located in the New Jersey marketplace. So check that out at peoplescapitalgroup.com and fill out a qualification form to learn more. Enjoy your day. Mm -hmm.